this is the ripple effect with your girl k-dot where we're discussing nba and nfl and everything in between hey what's going on guys it's your girl k-dot back in the ripple effect you already know what it is you already know the vibes um supporters you guys know as well as much as i appreciate you guys start inboxing me i want to know um your thoughts on different episodes coming up or past episodes you know, just to have more fan engagement. I know you guys are out there. Um, and if you come to me with a question that I think that we should talk about on our next podcast, then I'm going to be sending you a little something, you know. Get you some uh, <laughs> Ripple Effect um, merchandise. Yeah, get you right. I'm going to have a website coming up soon where you can purchase me- merchandise as well. But that's coming up a little later for now. For, you know, the day ones, everybody that's been supporting, I want to make sure you guys have your merch first. So, you're welcome in advance. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, so I, I just needed to, you know, get that off my chest yesterday about LeBron James. So, if you guys already heard it, great. Let me know your thoughts. If you haven't, listen, all right? Listen to it. It will shock you, I promise you. But anyway, I wanted to get more into the Baker Mayfield the whole situation with going on in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, you know, it's a lot of controversy surrounding that with the 22 civil lawsuits still out, even though the criminal side has dropped their case. Um, it's a lot to unpack, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. Okay, now we can't be so quick to rush for judgment because clearly our law system hasn't right or our legal system. We should know by now it's not really a justice system; it's a legal system, right? So. We have to give everybody their due process. Um, so we can't be so rushed to judgment. I am very big on that because, you know, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you feel like you have done nothing wrong, now let's hope this not 22 of these separate issues, but just a situation, isolated situation where you want to feel like you have your rights and you have the right to say your innocence and to say your peace and to not be accused of something that you didn't do. So that's why I'm very, you know, strong on that stance because I don't like the court of public opinion rushing to judgment so fast because if you were ever in that situation, family member, whatever, that's the last thing you would want people to do. You would at least want the facts first. At least I would hope that that's what you would want you you should want the truth to come out no matter what it is you should want it to come out and that should be um where you side on that but um i will say this the nfl definitely is very inconsistent in these matters but we already know that we don't really state the obvious right how the flake gate can get like four games you know but in other situations you know, whether it's abuse, sexual assault, whatever it is, it, it'll get you another two games added on to that. I mean, I get it. it we, we already agree. It, the NFL's been very inconsistent, and those who are elite players, right, they seem to not really get the same punishment as everybody else. And you don't even need to get into if you're just the average person who can't run or throw, right, or block. But... That's just the reality of the situation. Um, a lot of people are coming down heavy on the Cleveland Browns, though, from what I hear. 
And I'm going to tell you this. It's not really fair to just come down on one team. Yes, Cleveland is the one who offered him the 230 mil guaranteed, highest guaranteed. I, I get it. But the only reason the price can be raised that high, just simple economics, right, is because there must have been a lot of competition to get that number to be where it was, right? And from what I heard, it was around 13 other teams that kind of kept pushing that price up to where it eventually landed to be. We just heard about the finalists, like, right? We heard about the Panthers. We heard about the Saints. Like, we, you know... Nah, there was other teams that were involved, but remember, Deshaun Watson has a no-trade clause, so he has the right, or at least the final say, to say, hey, I don't want to go there. You know, and then the deal is shot, and then they need to kind of go to another, you know, organization and try to see what they can do. And they spent, I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of draft capital, right? So it was like three number ones, a fourth, and a fifth pick, you know, in order to get Watson. They even reconstructed his deal so that way he would only be getting paid $1 million, um, for his first year. Meaning, if he were to get suspended, it wouldn't hurt him as bad. It wouldn't hurt the real money because the other, I believe he's getting, what is it, 43 mil per y- per season on the back end, so he doesn't really have to worry about that. So whatever suspension, let's say if they say it's the whole season, right, then that will mean that's just a million dollars versus how much more money it could have been, right? But I'm going to let the situation play out um, um, with the civil lawsuits, even though there is 22 of them, and I know a lot of people would say, oh, it's he said, she said, but it's kind of he said, she said times, what, 22, right? That's a lot. But I'm not also naive to not believe that why did these situa- why did these allegations come out right when Deshaun Watson decided he no longer wanted to be a Houston Texan? Those are questions that we still have to ask. Why? Because the NFL is not being transparent. Neither are the Browns, even though they said that they did a thorough investigation. Okay. But a lot of people are like, oh, but if he if they did such a thorough investigation, then why didn't they ask the other side? Meaning, like, the lawyer that's representing the women. Or even talk to the lawyer. Or whether it's the women or the lawyer, whatever. And, again, that's like simple, you know, one-on-one, too. You're not supposed to. Whether you've ever been in a situation like that, or whether you've seen cases like this on TV or whatever, like that is rule number one. You're not. You're actually not allowed to talk to the other side, because it kind of looks like you're trying to impede on an investigation, which can get you into trouble. That actually makes you look guilty. That's just how it is. Just so you know, in case you're wondering why they didn't talk to the other side, that's pretty much why they didn't. Now, can the NFL do it? I don't. I don't know. Again, the NFL does have a, you know, have a habit, and you know. And protecting its players, right? Protecting its governors, like the Cleveland Browns organization. So, I don't know how far they want to, you know, really keep prying into this. But what I do hope is that the truth does come out. That's really what I hope. Because it's really hard to gauge on a punishment. Because everybody wants to say, oh, he needs to be punished. Or how many games he should be suspended. How, how do we make that determination if 
we don't have much. And the legal system said, <laughs> we're dropping the case because there wasn't enough evidence or there wasn't enough to go on that they felt comfortable taking this man's freedom away. So if the legal system is saying this, I mean, who, who am I to sit there and say to pass judgment, even though something is probably going to come down, we're just all patiently waiting to see, you know? And what we can do, or at least for the NFL, is to set a precedence, but I honestly would like to see the NFL set a precedence on someone who's actually been accused, right? Someone who, well, not who's been accused, because obviously he has, but I mean someone who's actually have proof of this happening, you know? And without the legal system, that, that makes it difficult. And even though you do have the civil lawsuits, and, you know, even a lawyer was saying, if you knew what I knew, you would, you know, you change your mind. And that's unfortunate, you know, because if that is true, then you're kind of, you're kind of stuck. You're kind of stuck. But I would just hope that 22 people wouldn't be, you know, lying about something like this. And I'm inclined to believe that they're not lying to some degree, you know. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of unknowns. And all we can do is sit here and, and see what's going to happen. Like some people think it's just going to be six games, eight games. You know, um, some people want him to be sat until everything is um, is done, right? Everything is settled because they say most cases like this are usually settled. So most people are just kind of waiting for that and maybe he should sit for that. But I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know if he should sit. You know, they just suspended somebody for betting, you know, $1,500, you know, and he's out for the season. $1,500 out for the season. You know, and it's like, what? I get it. You know, the, the integrity of, of the game was compromised, and you definitely want to protect that. And I don't want to take anything away from that because that is important. But, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of other things out there that's more important than that, too, you know. So, but they are, it, but it was different between that situation that they were saying is because we actually saw it. We actually had physical evidence of him actually betting and we know the dollar amount we know exactly what he was doing you know while he was employed you know and it's like i i get that evidence is everything evidence is key and as well it should be um it's it's fact it's something that can't be argued you know but at the same time it's you know we just need some consistency you know at least in how the punishment is is delved out you know just for us to kind of get a grasp on things but um for now all we can do is just sit here and say the truth hopefully will come out with time you know but i definitely don't want i'm not in the business of condemning anybody uh, you know it's definitely it's innocence until proven guilty you know and so far the legal system hasn't coming up with anything so we can't really you know speak on that too much so that's what i have to say about that i know a lot of y'all wanted my opinion you know and it's tough it's really tough, and that's not even me speaking as a woman. You know, that's that's really tough because um, I feel like is if you're guilty of this, man or woman, you should have a problem. You know, it's just, you know, in an injustice, an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere, right? So, you know, that's right. That's the late great Dr. Martin Luther King once said. I mean, that's, it's so true. So, 
you should feel something or feel some type of way if he is guilty. But I can't go off ifs right now. All I know is we don't know anything. So that's my opinion. And hopefully it's not true. What can I say? I mean, who's hoping it is? But anyway, just to get more on back on to the deal um, and how everything was um, delved out and where Baker might end up. I don't know. A lot of people are saying that he may end up with the Colts. I say that's probably the best place, I would say. It, it may even fit even his personality, you know, Indianapolis, hardworking people, blue collar. I can see that. You also have Jonathan Taylor there, nice running back, nice, good defense. They have a solid team. They can do something over there. I think I honestly believe that Baker is actually capable of doing a better job than Wentz. And a lot of people would probably argue like, oh, but Wentz is way more talented than Baker. You're right. I'm not arguing that. But <coughs> there's just something about Wentz, though, when it comes to that intangible that Baker actually has. It's the same thing that Jimmy G actually has, which is why the 49ers are probably going to re-sign him, by the way. It's that, it's that heart. It's that fight. It's that grit. It's that I will do anything to get this done on the field <coughs> type of attitude. And a lot of people don't have that. And don't get me wrong. It's probably the same thing that also forces turnovers, right? Same thing. But it's it's that it's that gun ho that I'm going to get it done. Nobody's going to stop me. I'm going to prove you wrong type of mentality where he's able to play above you know himself in a sense like his talent like it's 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 amazing what some guys are able like you know that are able to do you know i mean like i said baker was a walk-on we can't we can't act like you know what he hasn't done was impressive baker is impressive he's an impressive dude you know for what he has done but at the same time the browns were actually smart for moving on from him because they know that they're ready right now to win a super bowl and they're just a quarterback away. Unfortunately, it just was not Baker. Baker was actually the weak link. Your QB cannot be the weak link on a team. It can't happen. Not at the best. You know, that's the most important position. Can't happen. So I can I can definitely see him uh, actually doing some big things in um, Indianapolis. As well as the Saints. But the thing is, I don't see him. The team is just not ready yet. You know, I, d I don't, I don't see that, but I can see the Saints wanting him, or at least having him and James Winston battle it out. That would be interesting to see. James probably would win that battle, to be honest with you. But if he doesn't go to the Colts, I don't know. And unless any other team plans on making any other moves. I don't know. I feel like this is Baker's. Like I even, I think I even said this before. Before I even knew about the whole Deshaun Watson, you know, trade, or even before Baker sent out that letter. You know, if you've been listening, Baker's got one year to really prove himself as a starter. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still as serious um, as I was before, mainly because it's just. He's definitely running out of op out of options right now. And teams are stacked. There are teams that are ready to go to Super Bowl, hungry to go to Super Bowl, especially the Cleveland Browns because 
I think it's been like over 50 years since they've, you know, I think I think the Jim Brown was <laughs> the last time they actually been, which is which is crazy to really think about, but as a Knicks fan, I can understand that. You know, I it's been a minute. So when you have a team that's pretty much almost there, like we're there, we're one guy away, you know, you have to pull the trigger. But all we can do is wait and see. Um, I would assume Baker would be moved before the draft. So I would say within the next four weeks or so, he should be moved, you know, just so they can really see who they'll be drafting and uh, you'll see how much capital you have and, you know, what's ask wha- what's out there pretty much. So all we got to do is wait and see. But I just wanted to really um <laughs> get into that because since yesterday I wasn't really able to. But yeah, but like I said, you guys hit my inbox, my DMs. Um, mostly you guys just tell me, you know, thank you, keep going, keep doing what I'm doing, and I appreciate all love. But don't be afraid to bring up a topic. If there's something that you want to talk about, let me know. I'll I'll definitely look it over. I'll do my research on it if I'm, you know, not up on what you're talking about, and we'll we'll chop it up for sure. I'm gonna be going live soon, guys. So there's gonna be way more interaction. I'm going to find out when is the best time to do everything, just so you guys know. This is what people do, because I don't know how transparent everybody is, but I like to figure out when is the best time to do a podcast where I can be live and really interact with you guys and get your feedback and see where you're at. All right? But there's some big, exciting things going on. I'm just, I just can't wait to show it to you guys. Um, like I said, merch, everything. You guys got to hit me up, you know, to let me know about it, or at least for me to, you know, get the Addy so I can at least send it to you. You know, but anywho, um, who's whose bracket is busted? That's what I want to know. I want to know whose bracket is just done from day one. And some people you've already reached out and told me um, it was a crazy game on last night between <laughs> TCU and Arizona. I'm like TCU. I don't okay. I don't even I don't even know who that was. But Arizona, you know, that's my school. I I picked them to go all the way, and they had me on the edge of my seat last night because I'm like. Dude, they're going to overtime. I'm like, come on, man. Aren't they like a ninth seed? We're number one. A lot of people have us going, taking it all the way, including myself. But anyway, they were able to pull off the win. But those TCU boys, man, if you guys are listening, shout outs, man. Y'all, man, you, you guys could ball. You guys have heart. You guys have fire. Nobody was... I don't even think there was, like, what, maybe, like, one or two fans, you know, up in the stands for y'all. Because it was pretty much just the Wildcats. But but you guys held your own. You guys held your own. You wasn't afraid. You guys just straight balled and took it all the way to overtime. And it, was pr- it wasn't looking good for Arizona for a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, Kentucky, man, what what's going on with John Calipari, man? They just worrying about drafting NBA players over there, huh? They're not even worried about the tournament no more. Duke's doing big things. They moving on. They wasn't I didn't pick them really because I mean to go this far only because what they were showing me before. I mean, after that loss, you know, Coach K's last home game. I'm I'm like, "Come on." So I wasn't really expect- unless they're trying to redeem themselves and that's cool. That's cool. I don't mind being proven wrong in that aspect. You know, that's cool. Because you got to send your coach off right. It would be nice if y'all could win it all. But but now we're up to the Sweet 16. Um, 
all we could do is wait to see what happens next um so far but i'm still in it let me know if you're one of the few who are still in it um obviously perfect brackets that was busted pretty much the first night which was crazy because i think over 19 million people filled out that bracket and i think by that night it was like 162 perfect and then the next day it was like done it's right when you got to like round 32 it's crazy but that's what makes it March Madness. Madness indeed lived up to his hype. But that's my time, guys. I got to run. Always remember, losses equals life lessons. Peace. This is the Ripple Effect with your girl, K-Dot, where we're discussing NBA and NFL and everything in between.